Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <clears throat> All right. Here we go in three, two. What's up, y'all? Beyond the Harmony. Beyondtheharmony.com. I am Cecil West. Back again with the one and only... The host with the most, Jake, Jake, John, 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 John Lippy. And today, it's the question of the day. We've been doing these questions of the days for so long, and when we come up with our own questions of the day, once in a while, we also have the fans, you guys, saying, hey, I want to talk about this. So we, we pay attention to all the questions of the day that get dropped in the comments. We put them in a little document. And one of the ones, John... And I think this is a pretty good one. I think this is one that a lot of people want to talk about because bone is so universal. You can listen to them through all the different changes in your life, whether you're, you know, in the gym and, and, and you were running a mile and you needed something for motivation or if you were feeling down and out. So today I want to know what's the bone thug song that got you through the hard times in your life? Oh, well, you know, I'm a, a sunshiny guy that likes to focus on the positive, but sometimes I do reflect on those times that weren't the most fond of memories that I have. And those happen to be times when I had jobs that I just didn't like. So one of them, I worked that night shift. I used to listen to Crazy Bones verse on home when he said, mm. clocked on that night shift. Never thought that I would make it out the ghetto. <clears throat> and... Yeah, the location of that night shift job was certainly almost wasn't quite in the ghetto, but it was around there. And that night shift felt like I was never going to get out. <clears throat> I felt like, you know, it was just there was no love there. So home, please take me home. Get me out of this place. Let me get home. Home for sure. And then a job I had right before that I didn't like either. I used to hear talk to myself and, and time after time from <clears throat> that. uh that crazy bone thug on the line album. Oh those yeah. Those three, those three are my my hard time songs. Luckily, thankfully, things are a lot better for Johnny Boy. But there were dark times, and Crazy Bone was the guy that got me through those hard times. So it's it, home for sure, because that was the absolute worst. But talk to myself, and time after time, are uh, are right there because especially time after time, find that question in my life. How did I go wrong? Will I ever be? And it's just like, man, how did I end up in these situations? So those are my dark times with Crazy Bone. Yeah. I think those are good picks. You know, that I that album, Thug on the Line, is real underrated to me. I think we've talked about this before, but like it's almost like uh and and, and I don't know how, but it's it's like that kind of got overshadowed by thug mentality 99 or i i don't know what it was that made that one not get what it like you know what it should have but I, i've always thought that uh thug on the line was a great album like yeah lots of really great tracks the the ones that you you name talk to myself with tiffany is a great song i 
I think <clears throat> I think both of those songs, time after time as well, I think those are both probably tracks that like during the hard times I, you know, I jammed and it's just like there's a lot of them, you know, even even like the song Hard Times on Art of War, the the little crazy bone uh yeah. skit. Dude. Yep. Hard times. You know, so there's there's a lot of them. Um I probably had like a, a little mix, to be honest. I probably had a little playlist of them. Uh, so I, I there's there's probably a big answer here, but like right right off the top of my head, it's it's don't worry. You, you know the song. Uh, yeah, don't you worry about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's the one. Like as I read this question, I'm like that's immediately like the first one. And I think there's a lot of them. Like I said, I, I think I had a lot of them, including like ones that you just said. Uh, as Bone fans, we we probably have a lot of them. But man, as soon as I read the question, I was like, you know, I I, I was going through some shit. Um, I've, I've I've been through some real crazy shit in my life. And when you turn to the music, and when I would turn to Bone, and it was really bad, you know, I I would I would turn that song on because the you 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 don't get more reassurance than that. Don't don't you worry about a damn thing. Everything's gonna be all right. And when Lazy Bone says you just need like a a little bit of hope, like a as a you know as much of as a, a mustard seed, like that that always like hit home with me. Like you know, e- even if you only got like one percent left in you, like that's all you need to get out of this, Cecil. That's all you need is is that little bit of hope that Lazy Bones talking about, and you, you can fucking do this. So <clears throat> that that song was was a big one, and and there's so many, but immediately like number one, if I was picking a number one, the first one that comes to mind is is definitely the track "Don't Worry." You know what's funny about "Don't Worry" is is I don't know if, off the top of my head. But I think that that might have been on the behind the harmony soundtrack, not beyond the harmony, but behind the harmony. If I remember correctly, for whatever reason, I feel like like I heard that on that that album, but I'm not sure. Uh, and and also about hard times. I don't know if I ever told you this. Uh, we're in the dorms. Ryan from Superfly used to play hard times on the bass guitar. Like when we would just, you know, Art of War was a new CD at the time, so I was that was just on repeat. And he was in that rock band, so he used to play when hard times would come on. He'd play the notes on it on the bass, and it's kind of like if anybody's an aspiring bass guitar player, it's it's a fairly easy song to play on bass. So check that out if you haven't listened to Hard Times from that perspective of the bass lines, like the the, the bass guitar on it. But yeah, those are some uh, those are good picks, bro. That that was definitely a good song. And uh, I'm hoping if anybody's going through hard times, that there's a lot of light at the end of that tunnel. And, and good times, good times. Remember, right, with the hard times, you have the good times. There's, there's a lot of good time songs by Crazy Bone and the rest of Bone. And if the more yeah. you focus on the positive, the more positivity comes out of you. Your focus becomes your reality. So try to focus on a positive future instead of dwelling on the negative. And if you're really feeling down, yo, pop, pop that that Bone Thugs New Waves album in. That That'll make you feel good. You can't listen to bottle service and not not feel good. So pop that new waves in. But that is what John and I picked for the songs that get us through the hard times. Johnny picked Crazy's verse from home. He also mentioned Talk to Myself and Time After Time. I picked Don't Worry. Now we want to know what bone song you listen to to get through your hard times. Make sure you drop it in the comments below. 
Don't forget to share this with another Bone fan so we can see what they think, and we will catch you on the next one. <coughs> that was good. Yeah, it was good and short. Good and short. <clears throat> mm. All right, I'll just keep it going. Favorite Lazy Bone album? <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> All right, cool. Three, two, what's up, y'all? Beyond the Harmony, beyondtheharmony.com. I am Cecil West, back again with the one and only. Oh, my God, it's John Liffey. And this is another question of the day. We talk about a lot of things. We talk about people's favorites. We talk about what's the best. We talk about songs. We we talk about everything. Today, I want to know, and there's a lot to pick from, John, but I got to know, what is your favorite Lazy Bone album? Well, I'm pretty sure the majority of people out there are going to pick Alberna, but I'll say this. Alberna kind of let me down. I was when I heard Mind of a Soldier on Art of War, I was like, oh my goodness, Lazy Bone might be my favorite bone member at this point. Mind of a Soldier was probably at one point my favorite track on Art of War. I'm dead oh, serious. Yeah. I love that track song. so much. Um, and then when Alberta came out, I was like, it was cool, but it like it just didn't live up to the promise of Mind of a Soldier. And so, like, in my mind, my memory of Alberta is like, it's good. But it ain't my favorite. And then the lazy solos, like I feel like the best comes out of him when he does tracks with just crazy and busy. And when it comes to his albums, I'm just like, I've never really been a, a lazy album guy. But I did enjoy It's Not a Game. And I don't even know if It's Not a Game counts because it's kind of like a mixtape or it's considered like his second album. But it kind of captured all, it was like a like a, the best of Lazy Bone at the time. Had had tracks with you know that I liked that were off of the uh, some of the Mo Thugs albums. You know, I wonder if I'm even thinking of the right one. But the Lazy Bone album I had was ba- it was basically like a best of Lazy Bone, and so I'm yeah. just gonna leave that one as my favorite. It had like tracks with Felicia, tracks with Dub C, tracks and like songs that were on some of the Mo Thugs and here and there. And that's my favorite Lazy Bone. Whatever album is that is. But I'll say this: the album that was supposed to have I Hustle on it. Um, What's the name of it? It's Perfect Timing. I'm going to get that album, and that is going to be my, my favorite Lazy Bone album in the future when that ever comes out, because I know Perfect Timing is going to be the best Lazy album when it comes out. I, I'm, I mean, I don't have any reason to think that, but I'm hoping so. And I've been wanting to buy Perfect Timing for a couple years, ever since I heard I Hustle, because I, th- I think in one of our other videos, our, my favorite Lazy Bone track is I Hustle. That's my jam. So in the future, Perfect Timing, but for now, it's not a game. Is my favorite Lazy Bone album. Yeah, I was just gonna ask if it's <clears throat> it's not a game that uh, that you were talking about uh, because it had the you know it, it did have some tracks that had already appeared on Thug by Nature. I don't I don't know if all those tracks had previously. I think a bunch of those tracks were new for that album, uh, but it did have some Thug by Nature tracks as well. And I and I think they released it twice. Like there was a white cover and a black cover or something yeah because the ones i see like online don't match the one that i listen to on google play so there's a version of thug by nature 
on Google Play of Lazy Bone. That that's the one that I consider the Thug by Nature album. And that's the one that I'm talking about. There's a lot of Felicia on it, a lot of Mo Thugs. And, and it's it's actually has, because the Thug by Nature you see online is, it's like, it's a different track list. But uh-huh. it, the, the one that's on Google Play Music, that's my that's my favorite Lazy album. And it's called It's Not a Game on here, but I can't find any proof of it online. But that's my favorite one. Hmm. What's favorite. yours there, Season West? Favorite Lazy Bone. I'm going to feel just real common. You you set me up. You set me up to feel common. But my my favorite is Thug by Nature, um, which just, it, you know, it, it, it makes me feel generic. But I got, I got reasoning here. I got reasoning. So at the time and thug by nature was released like the end of 2001 so i was still in high school and if you think way way back like in it around that time is actually when i was running hellsent.com and and my name was lazy thug l-a-y-z 1999 thug lazy bone was my favorite member uh, i also thought mind of a soldier was great i just i thought lazy bone was incredible you know he his voice, like, you know, if you think about it, like, Lazy's kind of got, like, a mix of, like, bone voices. Like, like he's got a higher voice, like, busy, but it's not busy high. So he's got, like, a drop of crazy bone in there, too. So his, his voice was kind of, like, the perfect mix. Um, I just thought Lazy Bone was a cool, cool cat back then. And, you know, people had already got their solos. Uh, Flesh had a solo. Busy had a solo crazy had his solo so we were waiting for at that time my my favorite member to drop his solo there was a lot of good hype for it um i was really excited now before i tell you about anything that that went wrong let me tell you what went right when i got that album it starts off with as as good as it can get in fact it is my favorite non-bone intro that isn't like a bone thugs did i say that right it's my favorite intro from a bone member that's not like an album intro that's the, the in- oh is that that one bro even t- even now i still love it so much when i hear it but i can remember popping and i had a like a six disc cd changer and i popped that in and that boom, 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 That shit kicks in, bro. And it was just like goosebumps from like the edge of my fingernail skin up my fucking arm to my shoulder. I was just like, oh my goodness. What is about to fucking happen right now? Crazy, lazy, busy, wishing flesh mighty. Dude, I was fucking losing it. Um, <clears throat> drops in the battlefield, which you know was a which was a do or die diss. So like coming out the gate, I was very happy. I was like, dude, lazy bone, holding on to it. Now, it's my favorite because I probably gave it the most plays, trying to love it. Mm. Because because at that time, I wasn't willing to just accept that I didn't like something. 
So on the first play, I was like, uh, I don't, I don't really love this fucking album. Um, but it got a lot of play out of me, you know, because I, I was trying to love it. Um, there, there was just a lot that, you know, wasn't right for me. I hated, bro. I, uh, I hated the Alberta thing. If anybody like yeah. really loved that move, like I get like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's like his second nickname. Cause you know, up until then we all knew him as the number one assassin. So I was yeah. like, yeah. Fucking Alberta, what the fuck is this? What does this even fucking mean, Alberta? Like, I was like, is he leaving the group? Like, is he not even a bone anymore? Like, did he completely like? It was very confusing. Uh, the the artwork wasn't like bone shit. Um, you know, even crazies, even Thug Mentality. Like, even though it didn't look like a bone album, like you know, he used the Bone Thugs font, and you know, it made it made you think of bone. Uh, so I was, I was real confused by the look. Um, I didn't love the Alberta thing. I didn't love the tracks, but it got a lot of play. And I can tell you this too. And I don't know when the last time you heard it was, but if you go back and you listen to that album now, you'll enjoy it a lot more than when, when you heard it in the moment. Uh, I'll, I'll also say that the album finishes out amazing. Smoke On, Listen, and As The Rain are the last three tracks, and they are great Lazy Bone tracks. He, Every one of them is a great song. Uh, they're all just about four minutes long, so they're, they're nice, long, good songs. So that album finishes great. Um, I've, I've, never, I've never got the feeling off a Lazy Bone release that I got off that first one when I popped that intro in. And it just got so much, it got so much play and, you know, I don't, I don't love every track on it, uh, but I like them all a lot better now. And those last three in that intro, those, those four tracks, those, those made it. And I just try to ignore that he wrote a fucking snowmobile in a music video. Yeah. (laughs) Make my day. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I did listen to Alberta a lot trying to trying to like have it wear on me because you know the funny thing too is like when i first got the gift i didn't like on day one i was like i don't like this but then like after my third listen i'm like how the heck did i not think this was the bomb like and then it became my favorite album but uh also to your point about listening to it again i noticed a lot of the stuff that came out back then that i wasn't liking like even some like old mothug stuff when i go back and listen to it i'm like man I was sleeping on this. this is, it's really good going back and listening to things. One of the Lazy Bone albums I always wanted to get, but it was it was never available. And I used to go to the store to try to find it. Was the one that had the pyramid at the background. I always wanted to, and to this day I still haven't heard that album. And you know, what, I, and I almost wonder if it's in Google Play because I would like to hear it. it. There was I couldn't even get the downloads online of that particular album at the time when it first came out. And so yeah, I still want to hear that pyramid album. I might do that this week. You know the one I'm talking about, right? He's like in front yeah. of a pyramid. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was not in any stores where I lived. And nobody had the MP3s online. So I just never heard. I think it's called like the New Revolution. I just never heard that one. And yeah, I think there was a it, different cover for it too. One of our boys, like I think, made a, a draft of it. And it, it looked it, a little bit different. It was a sickness, you know, a, a sickness release. Mm, yeah. 
and then Cleveland also. I I always wanted to hear that one. I I, I just haven't heard these albums. Not because I didn't like. I'm a, a bad Lazy Bone fan. These albums were just never. L Burner was in the store, and I got it first day. But everything else, I've had to get online or here on a streaming service because it just never was available to me. But yeah, um, both 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 the ones that you're um both the ones that you're talking about were Cleveland and and the other one. The, those were both sickness.net releases. So you know it, it must have been. And then like the Cleveland album, I've always questioned, and I don't know how much you've seen it, but there's a guy named Killer Clump on most of the songs. In fact, like uh, the last bunch of songs all feature Killer Clump. Um uh-huh. and like I do recognize you know, the name. Yeah, so he he's on a ton of songs. I wonder if he was like a sickness artist and this was gonna be one of those split albums and maybe it just didn't come together because uh he, he's featured on probably half the tracks on Cleveland. Well I'll um, tell you this man perfect timing I'm looking forward to that one big time um I, I, I hope I hustles on it. I don't know if that came out on the number one assassin or not, but uh, I hustle, perfect timing. I want that. Also, he made something with like uh, the the Emerald Tablets with somebody, and I just like you know the story of the Emerald Tablets. I wonder if that's any good. I haven't heard that one yet either. Uh, but perfect timing for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for perfect timing too. I know that we've been waiting. I know that Lazy's waiting too. In the meantime, though, those are our picks until perfect timing drops. My favorite Lazy Bone album ever was Thug by Nature. John picked up with the mixtape. He picked what'd you pick, John? You picked not the meaning. It was it's not a game. Not a game. It's not a game. I picked Thug by Nature. Now it's your time to pick your favorite Lazy Bone album. Make sure you drop it in the comments below. Don't forget to hit share. Share this with another Bone fan so we know what their favorite Lazy Bone album is. And we will catch you guys on the next one. I wonder if the definition and the meaning were any good or the law of attraction. I, I never heard those either. I don't think any. I don't think any of his fucking albums are good. Yeah. Late Lazy Bone. We could probably go through all his albums and put together one real good album out of all of them. <laughs> probably a good idea. Okay. What is your favorite member and why? <laughs> We're gonna have the same fucking answers for this one. Okay. It's gonna I got, be like I got crazy a crazy bone with like a nod to busy bone and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. <clears throat> Just see. Okay. Three. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh. Three, two. What's up, y'all? Beyond the Harmony, beyondtheharmony.com. I am Cecil West with the one and only John Lippy. And we're back with your question of the day. Today's question, I've been asking a lot of real thought-provoking, you got to think about it questions, but I'm just going to ask a real brass tax question today. John? Out of the five of them, who is your favorite member and why? <laughs> oh, man. Man, asking me to choose who my favorite son is, who my favorite uncle, <laughs> my favorite brother. Man, well, I mean, it, 
you know, probably for everybody, it's going to be a toss-up between crazy and busy. And I'm going to, you know, there's so many different reasons why, but overall, or over 25 years, or when you think of the when everybody kind of split up, so like that's how I'm going to rationalize this. There was a period where they all became solo artists, so that's how I'm going to think about this. When they all went solo, I was most excited to listen to Crazy, although maybe it was busy because Heaven's Movie dropped first. And now, nah, when I got Thug Mentality, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And there's reasons. Crazy Bone is not just in my opinion, but we heard Romeo talk about it. We heard Sin talk about it in that interview with Valtiel that Crazy has this musical, innate, natural talent, ability, other dimension. Uh, and he just inherently understands music composition, soul, and all that. Very versatile. And and, and actually, I want to qualify this as early uh, early on Crazy Bone. Like, uh, the golden age of Crazy Bone was, and the, and the best definition is, is Crazy Bone on Mo Murder on the Mo Thugs album. And I'm not the only one that said that. Actually, no, Neighborhood Slang is, is the embodiment of of what I love most about Crazy Bone, just that absolute creativity, originality, something you never heard before. Like I don't get that anymore, but there was a time where I couldn't wait to see the next thing Crazy Bone was gonna do because it was gonna take music to a whole new like a place you never even thought it could go before. And I've gotten that so consistently from Crazy Bone. Um, Busy Bone obviously is is the rock star and. I think I, I enjoy following Busy Bones' life more than following Cr Crazy Bones. Kind of like a normal guy, Busy Bones, a real exciting, uh, you know, eclectic kind of guy. So I, I like the I like Busy Bones' life more. But as far as the music goes, Crazy Bone is my favorite. But my favorite personality is Busy Bone. If that even makes mm. sense. Makes sense to me, man. Uh... Makes sense to me that it, I mean, John, you, you basically, uh, yeah, that's my whole answer, folks. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I got, I got to agree. You know, it, it, crazy is my favorite. Um, I, I think back to thug mentality 99 and, and I, I have those same feelings that you had, um, busy crazy what were you the most excited for you know at one point in my life uh lazy bone was actually my my favorite bone member and and, and i've touched on that before um when it was early and you know in uh just me being a fan um <clears throat> as time progressed though you know because i think that was like my early out of the gate you know just okay that's my favorite one uh you know thing so as you get to know the group and and you settle in and, and you start to hear them and and like you were you were talking about their personalities uh it it, it did come down to crazy <clears throat> crazy and busy and overall again musically just just nobody is like crazy bone unfortunately not even busy bone is is crazy bone there is something um god blessing about the the way that he does music which speaks bold because i i think on this channel we we over the top put over how how unique of an individual busy bone is he, he truly is a gifted soul um 
to have two people this gifted in one group is is probably fucking unheard of. I mean, even, you know, it, it, they are the, you know, Joe Perry and Steven Tyler, um, you know, of of bone you know they are the the one two combination uh but but crazy bone is my pick just because you know musically he he does what i want uh i was playing some crazy bone for some people that listen to newer music and you know newer rap music and i was like listen listen to this guy's flow listen to just how much he he can do um so he he, he just he blows me away he's my favorite but but with that being said i agree with everything too Busy Bone is the rock star. Uh, when I see them live, Busy is just the so captivating to watch. Um, he he is he is the the rock star running across the stage and just really like into it with the fans. So it's like I I love to watch who Busy is, and he's very close musically um to 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 being right there with crazy bone but but if we have to like pick and we only have enough points to to give one of them the lead it's it's got to be crazy um you know with, with, and with, let me ask you this here's a good way to, to to even evaluate as you've been i've been thinking simultaneously about my experience of thuggish ruggish bone when that was the only song i had heard by them and I, you know, you get all, you get four of the five guys in that song, and and Lazy comes in awesome, Wish comes in awesome, and then you get the Crazy Bone, and you know, as a former rapper, knowing the composition of a rap song, knowing, like, like how a, a verse is structured. When I heard Crazy's verse, my mind went into, I was like, I don't, this is this is a whole new, a whole new world that verse by Crazy, and then Busy's verse came, and it was like, oh my goodness. I, I, Holy cow! And it, it came down to those, and, and I loved all four verses, but but the 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 architecture of Crazy's verse, and the pure I've never experienced this in my life with Busy Bone. Like the Busy one made me feel like I was losing my mind the way his verse came in. But but then as I listened to it over and over again, the engineering, the the structure of Crazy's verse on Thuggish Ruggish Bone to this day still like works gears in my head. And it, I mean, now it's been done so many times, like by him, but that experience of hearing crazy and busy. And I was just like, I love the lunacy my mind goes to with busy, but I love the, the strategicness of, of the crazy verse on Thuggish Ruggish Bone. And I feel like that song embodies the best of all four guys uh, of, of what they mean, of what their style is. And, um, and overall, crazy's hits on more levels than busy's is just shock and awe but crazy's is a precision missile attack and that's uh that's that's my that's that's really how i could best give you an analogy on the Uh, on the four oddly oddly enough um i always thought like on thuggish ruggish bone i was like oh busy is the the cleanup king and and i agree crazy bones verse is so good i mean he he decimates it in fact I, I agree with almost everything you said, whereas they they all really shine on it. But <clears throat> there was something really special about the way Busy's verses. I mean, and and I'm not just saying that because I think it. Um, other people did too. Like if you listen, to like there was some like MTV dance mix or something like that. And before Busy Bones verse drops, 
like they had like a fucking intro kind of thing like in the middle of the song leading up to busy bone uh i think of too like when they remixed first of the month uh with trey they did the same thing for lazy bone you know certain times there's just like a verse that steals the show and busy's was really a, a show stealer i think for the masses and what i mean by that is when you're breaking them down the way you just did you could probably actually say that crazy bones was was the show stealer but for the masses for the general person just listening to that song when busy bone comes in it's just like uh, heart stopping like he he just uh he sounds so cool he, he comes in so smooth um but but yeah that, that that song is a great example of them all you know at at their absolute peak but <clears throat> crazy bone you know, is i don't know favorite, if, you know do, do you remember do you, do you go far back enough to remember onyx with slam oh, yeah. and shit oh yeah so i i kind of like in to your point with with busy's part just just blowing everybody away and i agree as i said it was shocking all for me it blew me away i liken busy to, to sticky fingers on all those onyx songs because onyx all three of those guys were good fred roy i think was better than sunny caesar but sticky fingers was like the busy bone it was like no matter how good fred roy was everybody still you know it, the, the world stopped for sticky fingers and the way i'm a b-boy chilling in my b-boy stands and uh way comes in on shifty it's like that's that where you almost feel like 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 uh like when air gets sucked in it's like here comes busy's verse on thuggish ruggish gotta give it on up to the clock clock and then here comes sticky fingers on onyx and it's like all the air sucks into him and then pure pandemonium in your mind and yeah i agree uh busy is 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 a is a shining star um but overall i think but i'll say this too let me say this I'd be more interested at this point to hear a very serious, well-produced Busy Bone album than a Crazy Bone album, believe it or not. Like if if there was a Busy album that wasn't just some like, you know, thing that got thrown together or sold to somebody where it was like, you know, like Excel Beats really doing it, thinking it through, embodying the spirit of Busy, I'd be more interested to hear that at this point than a Crazy Bone album. I still want to hear Chasing the Devil Part 2. But I think if there was like busy bone thuggish eruption or something that came out, I'd be more what interested if, to hear that. What if I told you that I knew a busy bone album was being worked on and it was next level, non not thrown together, busy, just quick shit. This is a really good record being put together by somebody that really understands the busy bone sound. Oh, what if I told yes. you that right now? I, as I said, yes, and I think I know what you're talking about. And yeah, I mean, to hear that, I think I'm most curious. And absolutely, that's even the situation you're talking about is even better than the one. Well, no, I'm not going to knock my boy like that. But both of those albums will be incredible to listen to. And even more than hearing the chase of the devil. I want to hear chase. I'm, I can't wait for chasing the devil too. But right now I'm fiending for a quality busy bone album. That's done the, the, to be the best busy album he could have ever made better than heaven's movie, better than the gift, better than a song for you, a complete solid, a complete solid busy that brings out the best. I think will blow people away. And, and that may modify this discussion, but for now I'm, I'm going with Craybone crazy well guys 
We're going to leave you on that cliffhanger about that new Busy Bone album. But in the meantime, we picked our favorite member as Crazy Bone, Sean and I both. Now it's your time to pick your favorite Bone member, Crazy, Lazy, Busy, Wish, or Flesh. Make sure you pick them. Don't forget to tell us why you picked them in the comments below. Don't forget, share this with another Bone fan. That way we know who their favorite Bone member is, and we're going to catch you guys on the next one. That one's this one this this one's gonna that's gonna be a big one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that that one should do well. It'll be fun too because there's gonna be a bunch of people that are not gonna pick crazy or busy. You know, you always <laughs> got that one that's like, dude, flesh is my favorite. They're also like the graveyard shift fans. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Wishbone. Yeah, there'll be a couple of those. I and I don't even feel bad about saying crazy, like for all the reasons we listed it. It's there's no reason like like I know Lazy wants to be the best, but there's nothing that he's done. That's... Oh, yeah, I meant to I meant to talk about that. The video where he's all bummed out that everybody's always picking busy bone. Yeah, I was going to ask you about new edition while we were talking about, but I figured that was probably before your time. No, I, I, know, I know some new edition shit, too. I know new edition and Belle Biv DeVoe and all that shit. Yeah, like like when you were try, you said uh, you were mentioning Joe Perry and and St- Steven Tyler, and I was like, well, you know, New Edition is kind of like the same thing. They're like the R and B bone. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do we got? Crossroads or the Crossroads? Did we do the best beat bone ever used? I feel like we did that. Did we do that one in the past? I don't know. I don't think we've ever re- released it. We might have like talked about it on a show or something. Oh, I mean, that, why don't we do that one real quick? That one doesn't take long. I just, I, I don't know. I, the problem is, is that it's like I'm only basing it off of like a couple songs in my mind. I, I feel like I gotta dig through a little bit. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. The, the thought, the thought ones, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, or I'm, or I'm just gonna be like, oh, well, the best beat has got to be Notorious Thugs, but I'm like, well, is it like Days of Our Lives is a great beat? Like, I just, uh, I'm not ready to answer that one yet, but I will. That's cool. That's cool. No, that, that's a good Dixie. All right, Crossroad versus the Crossroads. <laughs> okay, three, two. What's up, y'all? Beyond the Harmony. Beyond the Harmony dot com i am c dub welcome to the west side cecil west back again my friends with the one and only this is john i don't want to hear your lippy lippy and we got another question of the day in this one i'm gonna pit two friends against each other i'm gonna make brothers fight I'm going to make Bone fans split down the middle. We're going to separate the pop from the underground. Are you ready, John? This is Mortal Kombat. I'm asking, are you Crossroad or are you the Crossroads? I am Crossroad all day, every day, hustling to get paid, trying to make some cheese. Yeah, no, Crossroad, the original the real MFNTHUG original. Hate to sound critical. Yo, shit, I ain't feeling yo. I am the original crossroad from the original East 1999. 
the crossroads when that came out i was like I, the only reason i pushed it was because i push anything for bone and when the crossroads came i was like finally i got something commercial somehow some way there's so much machinery behind pushing this song on the world i'm gonna run with it just so that my favorite band can be my favorite band 20 years into the future and thank god for the crossroads but i wasn't really feeling it even when i was pushing it i felt like a fraud because i was like and then i'll tell you this i used to buy the the eternal album like whenever i would go to a store and i would see it on a display i would just buy it so i had so and i'd give it away and then when they changed when they removed the crossroad when they removed crossroad and replaced it with the crossroads on the cd i was like oh my god i don't want to buy the cd anymore and, and i was like why didn't they just put it as a bonus track because i think there was even space for it and I, oh, they yeah. ruined eternal by taking away crossroad and replacing it with the crossroads because now i can't even get crossroad at that point and i and i was like hey you guys just i, I used to buy your album all the time and and now you take in my one of my favorite tracks. The Crossroad is one of my favorite songs on the album, let alone me liking it more than The Crossroads. And losing Crossroad, I think that's what gives me this bad feeling about The Crossroads. I wanted an album that had both. And once The Crossroads replaced Crossroad, I became bitter and angry at The Crossroads and have a bad taste in my mouth ever since because it replaced one of my top five favorite tracks on Eternal. Hmm. Do you, you, first before, before we get going do you know that i believe it's european there is a release it, I, it's european maybe uh that has both exactly the way you just said it it's got crossroad and then track 18 is the crossroads the dj unique Mothug mix did, did you know that no and it's too bad that that <laughs> album isn't the one that i used to see at circuit city because i wouldn't despise the crossroads if that was always the case i'd probably love the crossroads if that was the case but because it no i didn't know that that's great to know i, I was hoping something I, I was hoping somebody out there knew hey a cd's 80 minutes can we just put both versions on there why would you replace crossroads so my theory on why it got bumped and and maybe they released that one in the u.s too and and that would actually help my theory um but my my guess is that song was so big and, and they wanted it to shine that they wanted no fucking confusion. So with them both on there, I'm wondering if people were getting to like track eight and they were like, this isn't the crossroads. Like this isn't the fucking song I want to hear. So they were trying to eliminate all confusion and that's why they just axed it. It never made sense to me either. Why, why ax it? You have two good songs. Um, one's a remix, you know, you, you don't, you, it makes even less sense to ax it because on the version that doesn't have crossroad now you just have this song called the crossroads the mothug remix where the fuck is the original uh yeah. why why isn't it there so it never made sense for me to you know for them to ax it the, the only thing that i can come up with is people purchasing the album they didn't want any confusion at all um and they wanted you to know the crossroads yeah, can you imagine buying Eternal if, if all you knew was the crossroads and it's not even on the CD? <laughs> like I could oh, see I bet that I happened to people from that angle. Because there were because yeah. there were so many versions out there, you know. You, I bet that happened to people, especially. Could you imagine if you, if you went into the store and they still had some of those old copies and you were looking for the crossroads and wow. you picked it up yeah. and you popped it in and you got the track eight and it was just crossroad and you were like, what the fuck is this? 
Yeah, yeah. You, you know, now that I'm thinking about this, though, I feel like at the very beginning, there were versions that had both versions. Yeah. But for a very short period of time. And then they just took it away. And I thought, well, you had the you had the right formula at one point, And why would you take it away? And that's and, and, you know, so anybody that's listening and they're hearing me like knock the crossroads, just imagine, you know, at the time, at the time, Crossroad was a top three of mine. Like my favorite three were Crossroad, Land of the Heartless and Mo Murder. And once they took one of those three away, I, I was like, what? And not only that, imagine buying the CD like every time you saw it. You know, so like, you know, in the movie Conspiracy Theory, the guy would always buy Catcher in the Rye whenever he saw it in a bookstore. I would always buy Eternal when I would see it in a store like on a display. And then I also would always buy the Celestine Prophecy book. But so imagine being like a guy that buys this album a lot and then you have one of your favorite tracks replaced. And that's what. So that's that's my bitter taste is just that memory. And every time I, I hear about the Crossroads, think about the Crossroads, I remember where I am in, in Circuit City thinking, now, why would you do this? Circuit City used to be a, a store for young guys. If, if you don't know Circuit City, it was an electronic store in the 90s. So, yeah, that's that's it. Now, let me ask you this, though. Your recollection of the Crossroads at the time. So tell me about – were you confused at the beginning that there was a song called The Crossroads and, like, this song kind of just came out of nowhere? And so, like, how did you so qualify we, We've talked know? about it before. So I'm, I'm on that cuspy line of – the crossroads is what made me a bone fan uh for anybody that hasn't heard the babysitter story that the summary is I, I had a babysitter that was really into to bone and she actually pushed creeping on a come up but it didn't you know didn't really i didn't really register and then the, the crossroads became a huge video and it was on mtv all the time um <clears throat> so if, and and this is a long time ago, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm about to be 35, so this is a long time ago. But if I'm remembering correctly, I believe that I probably heard The Crossroads first. And I do know that I was a huge, like, I, I, I fit in with the people that were, like, hardcore The Crossroads fans. Like, I wanted it all the time, you know what I mean? Every time MTV played it, it was like, yes, it's on again! Yeah! Mm -hmm. So I, I fit in to that bubble of people. And I actually think that the first time I heard Crossroad, I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? And I know the first time I heard it, um, does anybody remember the CD single? It had the, the bone faces on the front. In fact, I think it's the same bone faces that are inside of Eternal, the ones with the skulls. Yeah. Yeah. You know it had like a about? cross on it, too. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Cross, so it's those same faces. Written. Yeah, but without the skull, and it says Crossroads as a cross. So I, I think that, I think I got my hands on that single. And on that single, they had, you know, the, the obviously the big one, the Mothug remix, The Crossroads. But then it also had Crossroad, uh, the, the instrumental in the song. And I think that's the first time that I heard it. Uh, and, I, and I immediately just fell in love with the fact that they were nothing alike. This absolutely represented what a remix should be. You know, a remix for a long time turned into the same beat. Sometimes the main contributing artist, in fact, had the same verse. The remix was just a new verse or or somebody added or right. whatever. Like I, 
I loved that this was this was a complete. They took the bases of the song, they remixed it all. New verses, new beat, new feeling. The feeling of Crossroad versus the Crossroads as you listen to yeah. the two uh, is, is completely two different things. So I think that's the first time I heard it, and and I grew to love it. Um, and then I got my first, I got my first copy. So as a young fan putting it together, I started seeking out the different, you know, copies of Eternal. And I started actually doing that because I found out there were two different CDs, like the artwork, two different artwork CDs. There was the one that um, I think everybody has that you kind of got to hold in the light to see the design. And then there was one that had a more whitish design where you didn't have to do that. So in, in seeking those out, I found the CD that had Crossroad on it and know the Crossroads. And that's how I was able to kind of put together back in the, in the mid nineties that, wow, this, this fucking thing came later. Um, so <laughs> as, as a fan back then, the, the answer would have been the Crossroads because I think that that's what helped break me in. E even though, again, the babysitter was pushing thuggish, ruggish bone on me uh, pre Crossroads. But as as a as a grown up adult that has heard the crossroads to death uh, and had it driven down my face and had to uh, actually attend, I actually had to attend funerals as a teenager where where the song was fucking played. Um, I'm way over it. Crossroad is my pick um, for sure, uh, but I never discredit how important the crossroads is or. Or I never try to discredit, even though I'm kind of over the song, um, I never try to discredit how good of a song The Crossroads is. Because even though I'm over it just because I've overheard the fucking thing, it's a beautiful, it's it's beautifully composed, bro, from all aspects. The beat, the production, bone together on it. Uh, the Crossroads is, is a beautifully composed song. Well, and, and the thing that, that I do most love about The Crossroads is that's the song that's kept Bone Thugs that that the whole world knows that song. Anybody in America that's under fifty knows the Crossroads. And you could bring up Bone Thugs and Harmony to somebody that is not even a rap fan, and they'll say, "Oh, Bone Thugs, the Crossroads, right? What you gotta do?" <laughs> and it's like, "Miss my yeah. uncle Charles, y'all, <laughs> Uncle Charles, <laughs> yeah." And so that that gave the world that song so like as i'm knocking it you know saying crossroad overall though i'm even at the time period i was i saw the future and i saw i was like this is the song and this impact is going to allow me to have tons of bone albums for the rest of my life and sure enough it played out that way and it's it's that's the reason we still have bone to this day is from the crossroads and that's why they're still remembered so I do appreciate its impact, and without it, who knows what might have happened. And you know what the other huh. funny thing, too, is is that time period was also when all kinds of wacky stuff, you know, like Days of Our Lives came out, and it wasn't on the album, and then uh, Shoot 'em Up. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting here saying, I'm like, how did I even find out about Shoot 'em Up? How did I find out about uh, Everyday Thing from the show? You know, the, these, these one-offs, and in the crossroads, I really don't even remember, like, my first – I almost think I was like, is this song on the on Eternal? Like, how did I miss this? <laughs> so, well, you were gonna say something though. You were gonna I, ask I, how? No, I was just gonna I, I was just gonna ask. Um, have you heard the uh, the Crossroads? Okay, so the 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 remix, but it's 
the remix of the remix, the the flesh flip that has flesh and bone on it. Have you heard that one? Yeah, the version I always heard it it always has like this FM radio sound to it. Like, do you have a clear sounding perfect CD quality yeah. version? Yeah, I, I do. In fact, I, in fact, I think uh, I think Lazy Bone actually ended up releasing a, a CD quality on on something uh, on one of those Lazy albums that he put out. Uh, I think that there's one, but I, I have one as well. And and I always wondered, I was like. I wonder if this was the Crossroads remix and they knew the song was so good. And because flesh and bone wasn't with them, they knew that, you know, Def Jam was going to end up with some kind of piece of this song. And I've always wondered if that really was the first remix and then the flesh, you know, flip just got released later, but I've, I've always wondered if flesh really was in the original and, and they had to cut him out because of, you know, the Def Jam situation or, if they really added flesh and bone, you know, just after, like they were just like, we got to get flesh and bone in this thing. Did you ask Bobby Jones about that? Because I, I feel like Bobby might have talked about that, but maybe I'm confusing that with World So Cruel, Crossroads. Yeah, part two. I think it's World, World So Cruel. Cruel. Um, but I mean, hey, I, I may I may have to reach out to to Bobby Jones and ask Bobby Jones that question uh, about the Crossroads verse crossroads and i guess this flesh flip but that is our pick here today on the question of the day john and i both went with crossroad the original release but now it's your time to pick we want to know if you prefer crossroad or the crossroads the dj unique mo thug remix make sure you drop your comment below let us know your answer let us know why you picked it and don't forget share this with another bone fan that way we can find out what their favorite is as well and we will catch you guys on the next one that one was good i think that that will cause a lot of conversation just about you know and that's that's a, a well-searched thing so having the crossroads in the title and shit is going to help yeah and uh if i never complimenting you on your wrap-ups bro you're the king of the wrap-up man your fucking wrap-ups are awesome t-mobile motherfucker it taught t-mobile taught me the art of the clothes like i was always like one of these people that felt so bad like cutting off uh the customer you know and they were like listen some of these customers are fucking lonely okay and you're a nice guy yeah and these lonely motherfuckers yeah. are gonna talk to you for life and fuck your stats up and you're gonna let this lonely motherfucker fuck your money up so you gotta learn the art of the close so once i learned how to close a call with grandma i was like i can wrap up anything in the fucking universe bro let's wrap this shit up <laughs> wrap it the fuck up wrap All it right, up the- yeah, wrap it the fuck up. That's like a phrase that me and my squad use all the time. Like anytime something's like passed over, I just look at the whole crew and I like put my fucking finger up and I do like a circle. I go, wrap it up, motherfuckers, and we are out. That's it. The whole team starts moving. Wrap it up. Let's go. The wrap it up box. You ever see the Chappelle wrap it up? Oh, yeah, dude. We send that gift to each other all the time. If we're in the middle of a corny situation and we can't like verbalize <laughs> wrap it up, all of a sudden, your phone will bzz, bzz, and it's just a gif of the guy hitting the wrap it up box in the courtroom. <laughs> nice. Up, fuck up. Let's get out of here. Make a fucking, make an excuse. We got to go. So, okay. Yeah, I think that was a good no, one. No surrender versus still no surrender could be short as fuck. I mean, That could yeah. happen like on a Wednesday. 
who nobody even that's just such a shit question like who's picking still no surrender so so blame it on a fan because i think a fan did present that one <laughs> so i mean sorry so, uh, i'll do it because i'm i got nothing to say about it so i you know what i think the word verse uh will get us demonetized as well so we could use this as a test case you know for like uh not suitable to be monetized because every time I've i got kind of that shit by the way i did the fucking um i did the re-review thing and uh and all of those got pretty much all of them got monetized oh, okay so but yeah no i agree it probably is well, and, and even though even, <laughs> this is clickbait anyway because even though you and i think it's a stupid ass question can you imagine seeing this you'd be like oh i gotta see the fuck these guys are gonna say about this shit it's, it's too bad it's a pretty smooth it's pretty smooth they just fucked up calling it still no surrender yeah <laughs> yeah there you go that, that yeah that's a good <laughs> yeah yeah we'll do it yeah all right cool we'll jump in three two what's up y'all beyond the harmony beyond the harmony dot dot com i am cecil west back again with the one and only john lippy and we got the question of the day me and john come up with a lot of these questions and we pick them but we always pay attention to what you guys are asking, what you guys are saying, what you guys want to know, how you feel, what you want from your Beyond the Harmony, because this is your Beyond the Harmony show. And our fans want to know, John, this was one of the, the comments and one of the questions of the day. I can't remember which one, but uh, it, it's pretty interesting. And it, it kind of brings a smile to my face. They want to know, no surrender versus still no surrender. Which one is yours? <laughs> it's a cute question. But first first I, of I all, like let me even ask. Do you, do you even know what's to? Do you know the song "Still No Surrender"? It's so. Oh yeah, crazy. I think that might have okay. been. That was probably the first song I listened to on Thug Stories when I got it. I was like, "Still No Surrender." Was, oh, because of the name. Uh, was it the name? Just just because of the name. The name "Still No Surrender." I'm like, oh my god, because "No Surrender." I think when we did the. The bracket from BTNH board, No Surrender, I think was a final four, it, you know, and so when they did the bold move of making a still No Surrender, I thought there better be fireworks with this one because, I mean, No Surrender is top five all time, right? I mean, couple songs, Still No Surrender, but it still ain't No, uh, no Surrender all day. No surrender. Still no surrender. It's a nice song, but Mr. Officer, it's it, it's not bad. Actually, still no surrender is in my thug stories. Uh, my first being uh, "Stand Not in Our Way," "Stand Not in Our Way." That one, and then uh, that party song, like track five. But still no surrender is right up there. It's one of the best songs on Thug Stories, but it ain't no surrender. So I'll make it nice and short, no surrender. 
you were uh you were, you were breaking up just a just a little bit while you were talking um but 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 i think i caught what you were getting at um yeah this this one's kind of like an open and shut case and it, and it's weird because like you were just saying um i i really like still no surrender you know like bone even since bone enterprise has always kind of had this like background like like reggae vibe have you felt that like like they don't want to be reggae artists but every once in a while they just like they bust out that like jamaican kind of vibe um yeah and, even dating back to faces uh, of death yeah yeah and they've always kind of done that and i like that they like do it a little bit but they're not like snoop lion like trying to make a reggae album or act like they're reggae they're just like once in a while they're like we get on some reggae shit bro we're, we're fucking bone thug so uh this was one of those times and it's it's a still no surrender is really just vibing you know you, as soon as it comes on and, and you got those like steel drums um it's real bouncy it's real riding i i like crazy bone on it i you know i i like all three of them on it really and it's and it's cool but calling it still no surrender that uh that that was like calling it still creeping on a come up like it just was unnecessary unneeded uh it, it just it just shouldn't have happened it just doesn't feel anything like no surrender you know and and you know maybe the part two didn't need to feel like that but it it just didn't feel as if it had anything to do <laughs> it's funny it's 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 almost like such a contrasting difference to what, like when we did crossroad versus the crossroads like it's a huge contrast like that uh it's it's they're really two completely different tracks but still no surrender just didn't seem like it had any business being called no surrender at all um the original no surrender in in this scenario when you were just putting those two songs up against each other i mean that one holds the crown firmly i mean fuck still no surrender doesn't even have like fucking busy bone on it like it's a wrap wrap that shit and i almost i almost wonder if if the title still no surrender made me like the song less you know i i wonder yeah. how i would how i would have judged still no surrender had it been called like crooked mr officer or something like that and then and yeah. then allowed me to say like oh you know what this is kind of like no surrender part two but like a reggae version of it a light reggae version of it. Yeah, because there's the a title... there's a lot of times where you'll say this song feels like the part two of this song, and they don't say it's the part two or anything, but you're just like it kind of feels like the follow up, and and I would have felt better about it too if it had a different title, and I was just like, Yo, John, did you notice that they say no surrender a lot in that? Like that that's kind of dope because that's a Bone thing. Bone does that all the time. They'll you know wishbone and everything 100 he resang fucking 19 courses to make a verse like they repeat <laughs> shit all the time you know um so so it wouldn't have been like a big deal for him to do for them to do that but i just wish they wouldn't have labeled that it's like, i feel the same way about still creeping on a come up um in fact still creeping on the come up was the same feeling you know you saw still no surrender and you got excited i saw the cover of still creeping on a come up and i got excited uh, and I and I felt the same way. So, you know, I think this one's open and shut. But if somebody likes Still No Surrender more, I can't wait to find out why. This is your chance to convince us because John and I both picked. 
no surrender but this is your chance so drop your answer in the comments below guys don't forget to share this with another bone fan so we can find out what they think of no surrender or still no surrender and we will catch you on the next one That was that was yep. funny that wrap up where you said uh, you, the the first part you're like yeah the nah, fuck that no still no surrender whatever you said it was hilarious it was like with a straight face that shit is hilarious that was a good day that came out better than than we thought it would that was mm -hmm. a good piece yeah and and I can't wait for the one guy that's like still no surrender is way better bone thugs versus wu-tang you know i didn't come up with that bullshit and somebody else yeah, that, this question's a, actually been asked multiple times yeah that's a stupid this, like, question. there was people in our fucking chat and when we went live people were saying this shit like bone versus wu-tang they so, already know how we feel about that we put a romeo antonio up about it uh what, what do you mean like we got a whole romeo antonio mo monday about why bone is better than wu-tang Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're right. I mean, should we cover it just because it's asked, just to get this fucking question to be stopped and asked? Um, I don't want to cover. I I don't mind covering it, but it's again one that I I want to have more than a generic. This is why I think Bones better. Like I'm gonna really break okay. down Wu Tang versus Bones. Gotcha. Like I I want to be able to like fuck up because wait, as soon as you put Wu Tang in the title. Now we're not in the safe haven of Boneville. Like this will bring yeah. on Wu Tang fans. Mm -hmm. So Good I want I want to be able to say, I'm "Well, bitch, this is why Busy Bones better than fucking Jizza, You fuck." Yeah. Okay. So. Well, were there any bad songs? I guess yeah. We'd have to think about if there's any bad songs as well on the first three albums. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just a tough question. I mean it's not because I just think Bone is better than Wu Tang, but it, it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already moved on. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about that one some other time. I, I I've already oh. moved on to question two on the lippy section. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think more about that one. The the one that I think we should do now is what's your favorite post Bone Golden Era okay. album? Okay. Cool. That's cool. What's your favorite post-Golden Era Bone album? That's how you say that. Boom. Golden yeah. Era Bone album. What is your favorite post-Golden Era Bone album? That is how that question is presented. Boom. Okay. You good? And and I think yep. we're going to open it up with, well, where do we define the Golden Era? You yeah. know what I mean? And once yeah. me and you can define what we see as the Golden Era, then we'll leave it open for other people to say, well, I think this, and this is my answer. Right. Okay, cool. Three two what's up y'all it's beyond the harmony beyond the harmony.com i am cecil west back again with the one and only john lippy this is the question of the day john this is one that we talk about a lot we, we we've talked about this pretty extensively here um but I want to find out what the fans think. And who knows? Maybe, maybe you got a little answer for me here, too, that I'm unexpecting. But I got to know, what is your favorite post-Golden Era Bone Thugs album? Well, first, I need to know, I mean, make sure that we're on the same page as far as the Golden Era. Is that 
like creeping on a come of uh, concluding at the end of resurrection, at concluding at the end of thug mentality. Like, wh where does it begin and end? The golden era of bone, the golden era of bone. It's such a, that's, that's a loaded shit. I guess that could have been the question of the day. What do you consider? the golden era of bone thugs and harmony yeah I, that's a tough that's a tough question uh in in a lot of ways like i consider the golden era to just be the the you know the first three big albums you know after the art of war uh in a lot of ways i feel like the golden era was over once we started the solos the solos set us up for resurrection and things were just never the same again um but i think in this case what i'm going to say is i i consider I consider resurrection the end of the golden era. And what I mean by that is that that was the last album that I was like that excited for. Once Thug World Order started, I was excited, but it just wasn't the same. And it's like even even resurrection wasn't the same. Like if, if all the albums before resurrection were tens, you know resurrection ended the golden era at like an eight and those aren't my official numbers on any of the albums i'm just giving you an example that resurrection wasn't as good as the rest but i still consider it part of the golden era i i think once resurrection ended the golden era was over and then we started a, a new chapter of bone thugs which for for we're, we're just talking bone thug albums here so that would mean thug world order thugs uh i guess you could consider bone for life you know even thug stories and then of course strength and loyalty the world's enemy uh <clears throat> world war three art of war if you consider that and fuck it do you do you want new waves i new waves isn't really a bone thugs and harmony album to me but i'll i'll let you have it yeah so i i would say my golden era ends with mo thug too right i mean and that pretty much is the narrative we've received anyway, is that mm -hmm. that's kind of when things shifted. It's like and 98. So, so, yeah, that's right after the Art of War. I, I mean, I agree with that because I would count Mo Thugs 2 into that because that was pre... Ah, fuck, I think. Was Mo Thugs... Was that even before Heaven's Heaven's movie? Yeah, Heaven's movie, is, we're, I think we're still... I mean, it depends on how hard you want to go Golden Era, but I think Heaven's movie may still be part of it. It's right around the time, but like at at the conclusion of Mo Thugs Two, and and including the beginning of Thug Mentality, I think that's where we're basically we're wrapping it. Thug World Order is not part of the Golden Era, right? That that's that's yeah. the new era. That, that's that's and, how I feel, and 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 believe me, like I even feel like Resurrection is like balancing that line. But it's more on the side of the golden era than not. But barely. It's fucking barely there. We're talking 60-40 golden era. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, now that we established kind of where it's at, um, obviously, Thug World Order is not my favorite <laughs> post-bone, uh, post-golden era album. It's definitely not T-H-U-G-S. It's definitely not Bone for Life. Not really Thug Stories, but Strength and Loyalty and those are all weird think, dude. before before you even go further like you know like thugs that that's just a fucking we a bunch of those are like put over new beats like they were machiavelli songs i never liked that fucking you know ruthless records did that just remixed a bunch yeah. of the songs uh so that's not like really a real album 
I guess Bone for Life is a real album, but I thought that was even like just like DJ Unique cuts. Um, and then we know Thug Stories was like the independent release right before Strength and Loyalty. So those are all weird albums anyway. Like a tr- the true albums, it's like Thug World Order and then Strength and Loyalty was like the next real true album. Although I guess Thug Stories, I mean, that is a... They did they did work on that album. They did put that project out. It's not like I don't think that was a bunch of unreleased cuts or anything. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, we we've established a golden era and then there's a dark age. And I think the dark age is is right as Thug World Order concludes everything from the end of Thug World Order. And I think I think once Strength and Loyalty comes back, I think Bone reestablished a shine that has stayed all the way through to this day. Like there was, there were no more dark out periods. Um, so I'm going with strength and loyalty as my favorite uh, post golden era because of everything that it represented. It was, it was the true resurrection of bone and gave us uh, the established um, legends in the game, all those things that they did down that time, especially those things crazy bone was doing on his own, like the spit your game and uh, winning the Grammy with Chameleon Air. And uh, so Strength and Loyalty was, in my opinion, the rebirth. The World's Enemy should have been the best Bone album, but it fell short. Um, yeah. Strength and Loyalty, re- Strength and Loyalty yeah. was a surprise hit, and The World's Enemy fell short. I, I agree. I really thought The World's Enemy was going to be, like, the greatest Bone Thugs album since, like, The Art of War. You know, I, I thought... I thought that was gonna be and and with the think tank and all the unreleased tracks you know it it quite possibly had the makings to do that but but what's odd is it 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 left me almost feeling like I was listening to like some thug world order kind of shit um this one yeah, is... yeah. Well, and, and you know the other part too here's another question though if if you could take take the the because it, it sounds if you could take the entire of strength and loyalty
you. All right. This has happened twice now, and I don't know why. But uh, can you hear me now? I, yeah, I, I can hear you now. Um, I don't know if it's happening on my side. My my download doesn't my upload download doesn't seem as good as normal. Uh, but usually, Talkshoe will tell me if it's having a an issue with with like me, and it's not coming up. But my yeah, fucking download is on my side. Shit, right now. No, it, it, I think it was on my side. I got the same error that I got when we were going live. I just got to remember to dial into my cell phone from now on. It's so much easier to just do it on my on my computer. But um, so yeah, anyway, it's it I'm sounds way different on your cell phone. Your your cell phone sounds way different than like the microphone. Does it sound better? No, it sounds worse. Your your microphone sounds a hundred times it, better. It, well, it's the same headset. It's just a different connection. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. I'm just saying it. It is like you. You can tell like a a, a major difference between them. I mean, I don't oh, okay. think it's like uh, affects it, but like on the mic, you you sound like a guest calling in. You know what I mean? It it sounds like you're on a phone versus a mic. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll dial in again. Uh, maybe my connection's better now. I don't know why. Like I checked my speed, and it was showing. Um, it was showing 60 megs. I don't know what the fuck it was was wrong. But uh, all right, if, if yeah, this doesn't sound super slow right now, so yeah, actually, you, you, well, I heard you, but it felt like it was gonna chop out. Uh, do do like a whole sentence, <clears throat> like say. Yeah, I'm doing a speed test right now too, so it could be that. Um, but I, I I don't know, like I don't know what the fuck is going on. I could try to restart too, but it's gonna. Fuck shit up a bunch. Um, it, it's probably mine. Let me let me dial back in. With uh, like, I'm usually running like a hundred and twenty like megabytes per second. Right now, I'm like twenty. Wow. Okay. Huh. My upload's huh. usually uh, like ten, and it's very low right now. So, uh, and I don't even remember what the on, uh, I, fuck. Are you in on the on the Are you on the snowball? Or are you on like a headset? Yeah, no, I'm on the snowball. Okay. All right. Well, let me hang up and dial back in and see if it gets any better. Okay. All right. I'm gonna dial back in. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.